Hello and welcome to Comically Incompetent. My name is Doug. And I'm Ben. And this week, we're going to be talking about the Penguin. This is our first villain that we will be covering. And to go along with the Penguin, we have a beer called Bowtie. Bowtie is from Unsung Brewing Company. The Bowtie is from the Nebuloid IPA series, and it's a hazy double IPA with Mosaic, Azaka, and Amarillo hops. We'll be talking more about this beer at the end of the show and talk about kind of how we felt about it, what we liked about it, and a little more about the brewery. But before we go into it, before I pass over to Ben to talk about Penguin, this is our first episode we're going to be recording since we started putting the podcast out. So now we can start implementing the changes and suggestions that you guys had. We're very happy with the amount of listeners that we've been having. Thank you guys for listening. And we hope you continue to listen and pass along to your friends. You might start seeing some changes from now on because now that we've gotten your feedback, we can actually start doing something. So, uh, Ben, why don't you talk a little bit about the Penguin? All right. I would first like to say I had my first sip of this beer. Uh, the hops are lovely. It's going to go really well long because this character hops like a penguin. Because it's the penguin. <laughs> Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot, which has got to be the most like old school villain name. Like That's just a bad English guy right there. I get that confused with the guy from the Goonies, Chester Copperpot. <laughs> Oh my god, that was that guy's name. <laughs> yeah, Chester Copperpot was in the Goonies. I was well, wondering why it was so familiar. <laughs> his skeleton was in the Goonies. His, yeah, ain't that the truth? All right, so to start off with this character, um, let's go into a little bit of a background here. So he's a short and squat fellow, kind of like Danny DeVito, as you might see from the... Was it Batman Returns? Batman Returns, yeah. Batman Returns, Danny DeVito, best penguin ever. Uh, he has a beak-like nose, so his nose is like super, like comically long and pointy, yeah. like, like kind of hilarious. So it kind of looks like a uh, little pipe. And then he walks around with a suit, a monocle, and his uh, he carries it like a cane, but it's an umbrella with a lot of fun trick tricks to it. So as far as when this character first appeared, he's an incredibly old DC comic books character. He first appeared in December of 1941, and he was created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, who also are the people that made Batman. So they're like, they're old school OG DC people. Yeah, I mean... When you see anything related to DC, Bob Kane's name is there. Yeah, it's kind of like the Stanley-esque approach where it's like, yeah. oh, his name's on everything. Yeah, so he's an interesting fellow. So going into his origin, and I just want to preface this with, remember, this character was created in the 40s, and so it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so he was the son of a bird shop owner. His parents owned a bird shop. Yeah, yeah, that's why I he's didn't know super that into birds. He's all. super into birds. Um, and his dad died of pneumonia. His mom was kind of a, a, I don't want to say a crazy lady, but she was like very overprotective. So she forced him to carry an umbrella everywhere he went because his dad died of pneumonia because he went out in the rain, which is like both logical and crazy at the same time. I didn't right? know any of this, by the way. This yeah, is that's, that's why he's always got the umbrella is his mom forced him to carry it his entire youth. Um, he was constantly bullied for his uh, squat appearance. And the bullies gave him a nickname. Doug, what do you think his nickname from the bullies might have been? Penguin? Yes. The bullies <laughs> called him Penguin. That... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how he got his original nickname. Um, yeah, so he had a great time going through middle school and high school. Uh, however, he was pretty smart. He went to college, got a degree in ornithology, which is the study of birds. This dude is all about the birds. birds. I'm telling you, like, I wanted to preface it with this character was created in the 1940s where, like, hey, maybe we didn't have as intricate backstories <laughs> as we create for the characters They now. were just sitting there going, okay, let's think of a villain. He likes birds. So how about Penguin? 
pretty darn much. I mean, that's how actually kind of fun fact about this character before we get too deep into it is he was actually designed after a mascot for a company called cool cigarettes, cool with a K and they had a penguin that was dressed up in a tuxedo as their mascot. And they were running campaigns in like the late thirties and early forties. And so he was actually based off, which is, which is kind of nice that he was based off a cigarette mascot. Like imagine if you had like, you know, Batman fighting captain Marlboro, (laughs) (laughs) the Marlboro man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. So he kind of lost it once he got out of college because his, his mother passed away and they foreclosed the bird shop that his family always had. And he was like super close to the bird shop. Guy loved birds and the government foreclosed it. So he's like, you know what? This is stupid. I'm going into a life of crime as we all do when our bird shops get foreclosed upon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he went and he tried to join the criminal underworld. He got rejected the first time he went out. He was like, ah, I'm going to join you. And they just kind of were the same response of like, shut up, Penguin. Was like, he just trying to join like a generic criminal? Yeah, he was or just was trying it, like, to join the Joker. Join, like a generic criminal. Not uh, not like the Joker or anything like that. Basically like petty theft and like bank heist kind of uh, okay, crime. Gotcha. It's really where he kind of does his forte. So he got really, inf- uh, really furious by this. So what he did is he went home and he took his umbrella, which he's had all this time. And he modified it so that his umbrella was a weapon, which is kind of what he does. Like Hagrid in Harry Potter. He is basically exactly Hagrid. <laughs> He's exactly Hagrid. Except the opposite in stature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like short and squat, doesn't have a cool dog, doesn't have a cool hippogriff. And, I guess ideology. And ideology. He's not a criminal, but pretty darn close to Hagrid. Hagrid does go to prison Hagrid several times, prison I think, several throughout times. the series. Yeah, and he gets expelled. Brutal, brutal Hagrid life. <laughs> um, so he, he returns with that, and he killed the criminal contact, um, Angie, or Angie. I've, I've only seen it written no down. Yeah, as, as are the comic books. Yeah. Um, so he goes back and kills him because he's super, super ticked about that. And then the next interaction he has with crime, this is where he starts to like really ramp up. He joins a criminal outfit that's trying to steal a Prussian egret, which if you don't know what a Prussian egret is, it's like a big white bird. It looks like a stork. Okay. Yeah. So he's trying, and they're they're pretty expensive and pretty rare. So he wants to steal that. What he does is he kills the leader of the criminal outfit. Well, like nobody's paying attention, and he basically assumes the mantle. He's like, "Well, that guy died, so like, <laughs> I'm in charge now." Which I guess is how Gotham works. I'm just picturing people like walk into the room. There's a dead body on the ground, kind of haphazardly covered, and he's like, "I don't know what happened to him. He just disappeared." So that's I guess basically I'll just take what over. it is. That's like legitimately how this guy became a crime lord. And from that point, he took he took over like that gang, and then just worked his way up the kind of like crime bracket. And he does kind of a little bit of everything, you know. He robs people. He does he does like uh, what you call it, like financial crimes, and he like robs banks, and he probably steals yeah. birds again. So in the comic, there's <laughs> is there superpowers involved with him, or is he just kind of a um, dude? I would not consider them superpowers. Okay. I would consider this guy kind of like a like a Lex Luthor from Superman where it's like, he's a pretty darn smart guy. He's pretty crafty, but he doesn't really, he's ugly. That's, that's <laughs> kind of like a superpower. <laughs> well, you know, he was played in the sixties by, was it Burgess Meredith? And he's not an ugly man. He's a cute little guy. Yeah. But it was also there, the sixties. There are some iterations <laughs> where he is just kind of a short squad dude, where he's not necessarily like horrifying looking. Yeah. DC kind of breaks their universes into like a couple different worlds. There's like prime earth, earth two. 
Oh. And then like a third one. Yeah. So each one has okay. like a slightly different iteration. I think Earth 1 was the first. It's Earth 1, Earth 2, and Prime Earth. So they're ever so slightly different. The first one, he's just kind of like a normal dude. The second iteration, he's more like Danny DeVito's where he's like this creepy monster yeah. man. Um, and then as for the current iteration, I have not read any like Prime Earth they haven't said penguin stuff. Yeah, they haven't said exactly what. So if people don't know, Colin Farrell's gonna be playing Penguin in the next movie. We don't know anything else about what kind of penguin he's gonna be playing. Definitely assuming, more handsome. Yeah, well, he's a gorgeous man. Gorgeous man. I'm assuming it's gonna be more of like the 1966 or was it 66? 1960s Batman. Maybe it's kind of more like a normal human look. I would assume. I think that's a good way to do it. make him more of like yeah. a kingpin. Yeah, character well, where he's well, yeah weird, but not not like Danny DeVito was terrifying. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll talk more about the movie stuff though at the end. Yeah, so ra- I still do have some things listed down here that I called powers. He doesn't okay. have any traditional superpowers, but what kind of abilities or traits do you think this guy possesses besides the shortness that we've harked on? <laughs> besides the umbrella and the shortness. Um. Well, the umbrella is a whole like cat uh, it's a whole barrel of monkeys it's like a, a gun his umbrella is everything okay so everything that the comic needs it to be yeah no it really is it's kind of like how uh you know thanos in the marvel comic books always has a gadget for every single thing if you didn't know that he always the has copter the thanos yeah he has copter. the thanos copter that's a meme yeah it's a, it's a it's a meme as these as the kids say they these don't days. they don't say that at they, all. that's exactly what they say um but yeah so his umbrella he has a collection of them technically and they've been modified to be everything under the sun to a hilarious extent so they've <laughs> been guns okay which like makes sense yeah i figured kind of sort of you know that. almost always they're like a knife or a sword which i think you get that from like the traditional yeah. like, sword cane kind of idea yeah let's see they've been i am not joking i swear to god <laughs> It's been a mini helicopter. Speaking of the yes. Thanos copter. Oh yeah, he God. holds it up in the air and like Mary Poppins is away. What's that line from uh, the second Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary y'all. Poppins, y'all. Oh, dude, I loved Yondu. That guy was awesome. That's what I... Oh, now I'm just picturing Dane DeVito spinning through the air with an <laughs> umbrella above his head. Dude, if only CGI was better <laughs> when that movie came out, we could have had Mary Poppins, Danny DeVito. Well, they didn't need CGI then anyway because practical effects were outstanding. Sure. Good enough. <laughs> All right, then. Let's see. So it's been a bulletproof shield. What's that one again? You, you can make an argument yeah. for it. You, like, you open it up. It's You know you make it out of something. The Kingsman movie with uh, Colin Firth copied that. He uses an umbrella. That's oh, seriously? In that movie, yeah. Huh. I'll be a Fun son fact. of a gun. It has been a gas canister container. That one you'll actually, if you pay attention in the comic books and movies, you'll notice a lot where uh, he'll just like shoot, like knock out gas out of it. Oh, He'll okay. just like stroll through rooms. They do kind of a similar thing in um, the Batman movie from the 90s where Joker enters a room and he like oh. gasses the whole room. You mean the when Penguin Jack Nicholson was the Joker? Yeah, Jack Nicholson. That's why I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Yeah, so he does a very similar thing where he'll stroll into rooms and like knock out gas or poison gas the whole room. I do remember cane. that, yeah. Yeah, and you know, penguins are immune to knockout gas. Naturally. Naturally. Of course. Dude, they have some fantastic things. March of the Penguins, y'all. <laughs> go, go learn about penguins. Um, so it has also been a laser. That one. That's a little out of left field. Is a little out of left field, is it not? And then this is the one that I think makes the least sense for what an umbrella is. It's very often a flamethrower. I guess it gets rid of the rain. I mean. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't know what to say to that. I got nothing. Yeah, a flamethrower <laughs> umbrella. Umbrellas seem like the most flammable thing that I own. 
it's besides up there. his beer. It's definitely... Okay, we're going to move on. Is that not, not alcoholic enough to nope. light on fire? Nope. Oh, okay. I don't try and light beer on fire. I don't... Th- I just don't expect... I didn't expect that. Because, you know, when I think flamethrower, I think of, like, the big, like... Like a jetpack kind like, of thing. Yeah, like a whole big thing. I didn't. I wouldn't expect someone to pull out an umbrella and that just shoot flames. Yeah, it's like, where's the com- gas from? Yeah, it's a comic book. I get it. Yeah, it's. A- I guess I also just said, where's the gas come from? And I had no problem with the fact that it was a gas canister 14 seconds ago. That's true, yeah. <laughs> now you're questioning it. Now I'm... Qu- it it that, made a lot of sense yeah. earlier. It's the whole suspension of disbelief you have to yeah. put into it with comic books, but... I personally have always been fascinated by authors, directors, writers... That have found a way to interject a tool or character that can literally be anything. And I think it's neat that, like, because he doesn't have superpowers, he has this gadget that can be anything. If he needs yeah. transportation, it's that. If he needs a gun, it's that. If he, you know, I, I, I think yeah. those are, like, from a literary perspective, are very interesting. Well, I feel like DC kind of built their worlds around it. I feel like, I mean, Batman doesn't have superpowers. Yeah, pretty much. I think a lot of Joker doesn't have superpowers. They do a lot of like normal kind of people stuff, which I th- is one of the things that I've always enjoyed about DC comics was that it's anyone can be a superhero if you. I mean, Batman in case if you're a billionaire, but like you know, the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. It, it's much more like I don't want to say grounded because it's like it's still superhero it's, yeah. and stuff, but it's it's more grounded. You know, like there's not a lot of a hundred percent normal people in Marvel. Yeah. Other than like, oh, Shield agent or somebody starts normal and then and turns into a superhero, gets superpowers yeah. like Mark Spector. Callback episode. Dude, okay. Callback episode. Um, yeah, that's interesting because I mean, then you get to like characters like Bane, where you get more like I guess sci-fi e when he injects yeah. the what's it called? Was he injecting himself? Oh, I can't remember. I don't know DC as well, but it's like it's like some sort of I'm gonna call it steroids. Superman steroids. It's called something. It's called like Venom or something like that. If you know, well, because in, in a lot of iterations too, that's not like a permanent thing. Yeah. He actually needs like tubes hooked yeah, up to exactly. him that keep pumping it up constantly, which is which is pretty neat. Yeah, if you know the name, just tweet at us at Comically Pod and tell me how I'm wrong. That's you guys are always welcome to tweet us or message us and let us know <laughs> how incorrect we were about how, something that we how said. Comically incompetent we were about it. Ooh, Ooh. good pun, good Ooh. pun. Dude, we should we should make a podcast. Called we that. should name our show that. We should name our show that. Okay, we're doing it. We're changing the name of the show. Comically incompetent. <laughs> okay, so. I didn't realize this upon digging through this character. So I knew he was in um, what's called Batman's Rogues Gallery. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it, no. so basically Batman has a like a literal collection of villains. As you kind of imagine, like Batman, very detective-esque character. Yeah. He does the thing, you know, you got like newspaper cutouts on a wall and he's like drawing strings between him and stuff. And then you have like the hierarchy of villains in Gotham. So he calls that his Rogues Gallery. Okay. So those are the main crime bosses and villains that are super villains or, or or average villains not so super villains yeah in gotham what i did not realize is he's considered the only one of those that is a hundred percent sane individual so everybody in the rogues gallery is like a like a joker-esque character okay where they're they're kind of unhinged yeah but of all of the the main leading villains of batman he's in the rogues gallery as the only sane member because he's he really yeah. is a, he's crazy in a sense but like he's not actually like crazy there's nothing unstable about him he's just crazy enough to be a crime lord well i think me and i feel like most people listening associate paying with dan devito and he doesn't seem like he's exactly sane (laughs) that was an incredibly insane version which is funny because that's growing up that's the penguin i knew was this horrifying horrifying monster but for him to be that's interesting i didn't know that that he was i guess considered 
Well, I guess when, yeah, you think about the characters that Batman has, like the Joker, that he would be saying in comparison to. Yeah. Like, he's not the kind, he's the kind of guy that would absolutely end up in like Gotham jail, not Arkham Asylum. Okay. That's probably the best. Actually, that's probably a far better way that I can phrase that. Is he's he's yeah. far more of a jail than an asylum kind of individual. So if we're going to compare this to Harry Potter again, he's not going to be in Azkaban. He's just ended up in some. Yeah, he's just going to be cell. in the slammer. Okay, got he's it. Going to be in the slammer because. <laughs> okay. Which that kind of totally threw me off. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, Batman does fight a lot of people that are crazy, which really makes sense that there's a whole asylum for his villains. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so I, in general, I would say he's in, like, my top three to four DC villains that I enjoy because he's pretty campy, in my opinion. Again, yeah. not Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's a horrifying monster in that no, movie. No, he's definitely very campy. I mean, if you look, again, the 1960s Batman, he's extremely a camp. But that whole movie was very campy. But yeah. Yeah, and, and the TV It's a very show. traditionalist comic book approach to that movie, which yeah. I think sometimes is nice. I sometimes like it to be... Very, very comic booky. Like I thought, Guardians of the Galaxy was very comic booky. A lot of people consider that one of the best comic book movies of the last, you know, ten, fifteen years. I don't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I can't exactly. I'm say looking to do more episodes on that as well because they're. It's pretty choice. I mean, this is very literal, but I think the most the best comic booky movie we've had of recent years was Into the Spider Verse. Oh, yeah. That was very literal because the art was made to look like a comic book, but that just felt the most... Yeah, it was pretty pristine. Yeah. It was pretty pristine. So, the sad news about this character, about Sir Penguin, is he gets beaten to hell by Batman every single time they run into each other. (laughs) This is a character that, like, he always succeeds in his crimes, and then promptly Batman tracks him down and just beats him into an oblivion because he doesn't really have, like, an edge... He's a smart guy, but he doesn't really have any, like, powers beyond that allow him to elevate. And realistically, that's kind of the long and the short of the Penguin, at least the comic book Penguin. One of the things I love about him is not every comic book character has been done a lot in media. You know, like, obviously Spider-Man's been done a lot. Captain America's been done a moderate amount. Batman's been done to death, in oh, my gosh. opinion. And like, now again, for the 2021 yeah, again. I think the saving grace of that is, and the Joker's a wonderful villain, yeah. but the saving grace is that we're going to have a different villain in a Batman movie, yeah. which I'm incredibly excited for. I know you're you're much more of a film buff than, than I am, so I'm, I'm yeah. one, very interested to get your opinions on what Penguin's been in the movies before yeah. and what's coming up. I know you're you're a Colin Farrell fan. I like Colin Farrell as I love well. Colin I just Farrell. I don't know actors as well as you do. Yeah. Yeah, so as far as like media goes, we have the 1966 Batman movie and the 1966 Batman series with Adam West. I think a good Adam chunk West is of my people. favorite Batman. He's my favorite Batman. I'm going to be completely honest. I know I know. Oh, okay. I like comic book television movie like like true true comic yeah. book adaptations. They literally write pow in the sky i think that's fair though because i feel like the batman movies we've had which i'll go into after this is that batman is never the best part of his movies in recent years i feel like michael keaton was a good batman but then you have like bat nipples no he does he does that's george clooney that's george Clooney. oh is that george clooney that's george clooney folks that tells you the approximate knowledge i have of movies that was george clooney and batman and robin which was a 1977 movie 
where Ar- you should know this. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ben's a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. I am Mr. A big Freeze. Arnold. Yeah, I see. But here's the nice point. to meet you. <laughs> oh God. Here's the point though. Is my favorite part of that movie was the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. That's true. Because I like Ar- I like Arnold Schwarzenegger more than Batman. Sorry, comic book fans. <laughs> and so then, yeah, we had the first iteration, in 1960s, uh, where we had the Penguin, who was played by Burgess Meredith, who I think a lot of people would know as Mickey from the Rocky movies. Oh, he went on. Yeah, that was in his later years. I like him. So I think he did a good job. He had more of like a campy. He had like long cigarette with like the top hat and the monocle and the suit. And he was that was his look as the penguin in the 60s. Oh, So it was a lot more grounded of a penguin. And then we didn't have the penguin again in like major pop culture until 1992 with Batman Returns when Danny DeVito famously played the penguin. Terrifying. And had like terrifying spitting ink. He was like in that disgusting poop stained onesie. Didn't he bite somebody's nose off or something? I'm pretty sure he does. I don't remember the movie scene for scene but pretty confident he bites a dude's nose off yeah and that was michael keaton as batman and then we had that same movie michelle pfeiffer as catwoman that was a good one it's a very good one yeah i liked that part 1992 um also just to say that ben and i are i guess relatively young when you put it this came out before either of us were born by a t- by two years yeah by two years i'm still a big fan i remember watching these movies i think for me it was like now up next batman returns on spike tv and that's how i found <laughs> it's crazy movies. how different like new movies used to feel like when we were yeah. growing up rather than today like like when we were growing up i'm sure generations before you would just discover movies and that was a new movie like it wasn't an old movie yeah to you, you know like i probably watched that movie the first time when i was like i don't know like nine or ten movie was probably it was like 12 years old yeah like 12 years then, old at that point yeah. but i was like hey, that's a new one. like that's my foundational batman like when yeah. i was growing up and i thought of batman i thought of that movie like a 12 year old movie for a nine-year-old it was like yeah. uh, crazy for me mine was batman forever that because I was a huge, I still am a huge Jim Carrey fan. Jim Carrey played Jim the Riddler. Carrey's Riddler, Canadian treasure. Yeah, and Val Kilmer was Batman. So unfortunately, my first Batman was Val Kilmer. <laughs> uh, but I was just a, a diehard Jim Carrey fan as he played the Riddler. So then after we have Dane DeVito, which by the way, fun fact about that movie, Dane DeVito stayed in character between takes, and that's terrifying. That is terrifying because I feel like as an actor, you're in between takes. You want to decompress, maybe go back to your trailer, just relax for a few minutes before going back on set, and then you have Dane DeVito <laughs> rocking around. Hey, you know what though? Legitimately, <laughs> still probably better than having Jared Leto in character. Well, that's a whole another thing that's that a we're going to go and do. That's a whole thing. When we talk about the Joker in our Joker episode, which I don't know when we're going to do it. but that's... Seven, seven hours of movie talk about the billion iterations of Joker we've had. But So then yeah. after that, we have now coming up the 2021 movie, The Batman is the name. I'm actually excited. I'll tell you what. I, yeah. was, I was not sure at first because they're having uh, Twilight play He's a Batman. phenomenal actor, actually. I know. He's one of those guys that grows on you. Well, the thing was... Even he admits he's like I. He hated doing Twilight. He did it because it was going to get his name on the map and he was going to make money. It just and it worked. The society built this idea of how bad Twilight was around yeah. him. It's a fortune because that he just did a movie, The Lighthouse. I heard about that. For any people who are film buffs, it shot black and white, four by three. It is outstanding. It is weird. I was at and like I like weird movies. Even by the end of that, I was like, this is weird. But. <laughs> It's really good. He's a really good actor. He also is going to be in the next Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet, which comes out, I believe, this year in 2020. And Dude, he's like working around in yeah. Hollywood. And he's, now he's going to be Batman, Bruce Wayne. Also in that movie, we have Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Selena Kyle. Oh, so this is going to be like a very traditional Batman one where we got like yep. 
a hundred different, I mean, I mean, a hundred different yeah. characters, but like, we're going to see the whole we, cast. Yeah. We have Colin Farrell as the penguin, which I'll go into a little bit more. Andy Serkis as Alfred. Uh, what? He's playing Alfred Pennyworth. One, love him. Andy Serkis, fantastic. Yes. Fantastic actor. Love him in every single role he does. Which I'm curious, can we do a Alfred episode? Because my Michael Caine was fantastic. Michael Caine. Yeah, we can do an Alfred episode. I love I feel Alfred. Like there's a lot of it. I feel like they actually go into Alfred pretty In well. In my opinion, throughout the course of history, Alfred has done more good than Robin. That's true. And Robin's done a lot of good, and I'm counting Nightwing as well. We so, also in come that at me. yes. In that movie, we also have Paul Dano as the Riddler. Who's Paul Dano? He was the name's familiar, but I can't think. He was in There Will Be Blood. He was I've seen when, that. Um Daniel Day Lewis is like, I drank your milkshake. He's right in like <laughs> oh, Paul that, Dano's okay. face. That's awesome. Um and my I think one of my favorite casts that they did was Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. That seems like a right choice. Um It took me a second and then I got the pun. <laughs> Proud of me. After seeing Jeffrey Wright in Westworld, him playing did you watch Westworld? No, I actually didn't watch Westworld. Everyone says it's like the, one of the greatest is it HBO? It's HBO. It's HBO, right? He is outstanding in Westworld. I'm not gonna spoil it because I know season one is a couple of years ago, but you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um. There's a scene where he is just at the end of season one where it's just outstanding. He is a phenomenal. He has the voice. I think he could be a very good James Gordon. But back to the the whole reason of the episode, the penguin, Colin Farrell playing the penguin. Now, in my theories about this is going to be that it's going to be more of like a grounded penguin, like in the 1966. Not as campy. Not as campy. It's going to be but darker, less like weird monster man. Yeah. Well, we have Matt Reeves directing this Batman movie, and his other work is. Planet of the Apes, the newer ones, which I guess that's why Andy Serkis probably got I'll be 100% cast. honest. I actually I like those movies. Yeah, they're good I movies. I really liked them. Yeah, they're actually pretty good movies. He did 2008 Cloverfield. That was an interesting one. I st- it's one of those movies I still don't know if I liked it, like, to this day. Yeah. I've seen it multiple times, and I just, like, I'm like, I think it was good. I think it was good. Like, <laughs> And then I think the most out there thing he did was he directed Felicity, the show that's Felicity. That's a horse's name. <laughs> Is that one about a horse? That's, that's the horse one, No, right? it's the one where Carrie Russell plays a, uh, a young, fresh out of high school girl who follows her high school crush to college to be near him. I'm reading this off IMDb. I don't actually know that off the I top of my head. I swear when we were growing up, there was a show called Felicity and she had a horse. I mean, probably, but that's not what I'm talking about. That's probably a good point. But so far, what we know about this movie is that Matt Reeves cites the Batman comic The Long Halloween as an influence for this movie. Okay. Okay. Which I don't know anything about. I don't know. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, it's like a pretty, it's not like the top kind of like Batman iteration, but it's like a pretty, it's a pretty well-known one. Yeah. It's pretty hot, pretty high on the list of like respected iterations. Um, they're also, it's rumored that it's going to include six villains, including the Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman, which I listed the actors before. I like that. We have not confirmed, I believe the next three as of recording this in early March. Yeah. But we don't know that yet. But this is supposed to be a lot more heavily focused on Batman as a detective. Thank which, God. Yeah. That is something that has been far too brisked over. Like, they did the one cool yeah. scene in the, what is it, Christopher Nolan ones where he, like, recreates a bullet yeah. or something like that. That was cool. And then the rest of it is just like, I walk around beating people up. It's like, where's you know, Rachel? Like, arguably his best ability is the fact that he's a detective. Like, yeah. You don't just beat up the penguin. By randomly walking into yeah. him. It's like, you got to detect where he's doing and be be the ace detective. And so, yeah. You and Alfred find him. Alfred the hero. Yeah, that's why I feel this is going to be a lot more grounded. I think we're not going to have, like, 
a Jim Carrey Riddler. We're not going to have... Paul um, <laughs> oh, bummer. Yeah, we're going to have, I feel like, a very grounded, very real, but very dark Batman. Because I feel like the villains, that at least that we know of, are ones that don't necessarily have superpowers, but have more of a darker side to them that can be kind of rooted in more of a realism. And I think that's what Matt Reeves is going to try and do with this, is kind of make this more of a relatable... Batman movies. I feel like Batman Begins, when Christopher Nolan did it, yeah, you had the Scarecrow pumping gas into people's faces. That wasn't exactly... I do really like that. Film. It was cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it but was... But it's very, like, yeah. what is going on right now. And then The Dark Knight Rises, you had Bane and this very unrealistic, like, city-wide lockdown with criminals being let out of the prisons and the whole city going to hell. And I feel like the only realistic, which even then, kind of not realist, realism and rooted... Um, detective work we had for Batman was in the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah, he does. He does do some like uh, little yeah. bits here and there. I'm gonna throw a ring dinger towards you. Okay. I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in the whole thing. I want to see an iteration of Batman in cinema or television, for that matter. And I'm hoping this might be it. Very similar to the 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 Arkham video game series because I think okay. that that game has a wonderful element of him being a detective. Yeah. You know, you do the whole thing yeah. where you like fly into crime scenes and you activate like I, I call it like a uh, Assassin's Creed sense, yeah. and you like scan the room, and then you go and you have to like recreate bullets and things like that. Like I think that would be very interesting. And you know what? If we're, I think that's somewhat grounded. He's obviously still flying through the city like a crazy bat person, which isn't the most realistic. But yeah. as far as the detective work, he really does it. And I think if if you're gonna have villains like the Penguin. And you're going to have villains like Catwoman. Like, these are all pretty normal people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know? The Riddler is kind of, he's a normal person, just kind of got... Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a bit unhinged, but, like, I don't think any of these are actual, like, super people, you know? Yeah, and to anyone who has played that game, that was a 19... Or, two, sorry, not 19. That was <laughs> definitely a two, not 19. 2009 game with Mark Hamill as the Joker, which we're going to definitely need to cover when oh, we yeah. do a Joker Best episode. Joker. Uh, early call. I'm going to early call Mark Hamill as best. There, there's a lot of other wonderful stuff in there, but I'm as far Ledger, as best that's, fair. that's fair. Um, so as far as the penguin though, I mean, how do you feel about Colin Farrell? What, what's your theories about this Colin Farrell as the penguin? It's tough. Cause I gotta be honest. E- even, even when I imagine the penguin as like a normal guy, you know, like ignoring the fact that like Danny DeVito obviously went to the far end. And I think that iteration is very interesting in certain yeah, ways. Definitely. I don't think it was bad by any means. I thought it was great. It was fantastic. Colin Farrell, I think they're going to have to, like, they're going to have to do a lot of makeup, and he's going to have to, like, learn a very different way to carry himself. Because, like, he's not necessarily, like, a short or squat no, fellow. No. Um, he's not, like, a ridiculously tall fellow or anything like that. Yeah. But I think he's going to have to really learn how to get into the character to make it viable. Because yeah. the only thing that makes this character this character, other than short and squat, is he's a guy in a tuxedo with a cane. And it's like, well, okay, so if you don't convince me that you are the penguin, then you're just some dude in, yeah. a, in a tux. There's a confidence that he's going to have to have when he carries himself in the scenes. Exactly. He's also yeah. extremely Irish. So I wonder what, because I don't know, do you go into yeah. where the penguin is? Does it say where he's from? Is he from like Gotham? Yeah. He, he The penguin is like a very traditionally American character. If I were to equate him to really anything, it's almost like Italian mobster. Okay. Kind of vibe. Yeah. So like, then- Colin Farrell being as Irish as he is going to need to put on an accent, definitely, which he's he can do. We've oh, seen yeah. him do in his movies. He's talented. He does that a, a pretty good much because yeah. he's, he's Irish. Yeah, fantastic accent. 
Um, I mean, like even the name Cobblepot, like, is an English name. But yeah, is everything. Ab- hmm? Is it an English name? Yeah, it's an English name. But it's everything about oh, is him is very much so just like an American kid. Yeah. Kind of like, again, one thing I always like to bring other characters to is kind of compare them to other characters. Because as I say, the healthiest thing we can do is compare everything to everything else (laughs) to judge its value, which you shouldn't do. But (laughs) I just like to, if people are more familiar with one or the other, like I'm a big Marvel buff, as you guys have seen throughout these episodes. He's essentially Kingpin. Like Marvel has Kingpin as a character who's like a a well-known like Daredevil, Batman, or Daredevil, Spider-Man, any of those. Yeah, I think that's going to be a great one. So for people that might be a big, bigger Marvel fan, and you're looking like, whoa, like what is this guy exactly? Imagine him kind of like a kingpin. He's a, he's a crime lord, doesn't do a ton of his own dirty work, but he's there. He's around. Yeah, which if you watch junk. the Netflix show Daredevil, you get a really, I think probably my favorite iteration of... My favorite, favorite. definitely well, favorite iteration. What was that one? It was Daredevil with Ben Affleck where Michael Clark Duncan played kingpin. I totally forgot he was He was that. the only part of that movie that was palatable. I would agree with that. I, I am entertained by Ben Affleck, but I'm tired of him in superhero movies. So, yeah, I think that was a pretty good rundown on Penguin so far that we've had in the in media. You did a good rundown of Penguin in the comic books. Yeah, we had comic books. We had movies in there. We had yeah. upcoming movie, which is going to be interesting. We're, we're probably going to revisit. When that movie comes out, we're either going to probably do like Catwoman, Riddler, Batman. We're, we're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to go into some of the characters in that movie as well. Yeah, which for future episodes, get ready because we have one more episode. And then after that, we're going to do Black Widow Month, where we're going to cover some heroes and villains from the Black Widow movie coming I'm out. super excited for that To one. prep for Black Widow, which is coming out in May. Yeah. Which should be May. really exciting. So get ready for that. We have next week an episode based on another DC hero. And then we're going to go into Black Widow Month. I think we're going to do Taskmaster as we're an episode. Taskmaster, uh, Red Guardian, and Black Widow. And then we'll probably do maybe a special extra episode on the movie itself and maybe a movie review uh, which we will call spoilers in the beginning of that episode oh definitely that's another thing we'd also like input on when when these movies are coming out you know feel free to message us hit us up on twitter or whatever let us know if you're like hey listen i actually really would like a specific like spoiler or non-spoiler episode like tell us if if there's one that you're really dying for let us know you know yeah i think it's gonna be good Uh, i'm excited to go for that batman movie because i think we're gonna have a lot of good villains i think i'm glad we're covering penguin because i feel like with the announcement of Colin Farrell, I think that's a really good thing to cover. Is because I feel like we it's up and around right now. It's kind of it's it's yeah. it's in the media to give some backstory to Penguin because again, for me going into this episode to record, I only know Dan DeVito as Penguin. So for you to give me some kind of backstory and for me to kind of okay, I could see them doing this or understand this a lot more of the weird bird things because if, yeah. if you watch that movie, you're like, okay, this guy's it makes no sense at all. But yeah. then you're like, oh, this guy is like obsessed with birds. He got a degree in like ornithology and yeah. he, oh, his parents no owned a bird shop. And it's like, there is like a bit of a, a foundation of this character in the actual penguin rather than just, he's a dude in a tuxedo. Yeah. Which actually, you know, it makes me think that DC does very literal origin stories. The Batman, oh, because he exceptionally was literal. scared of bats. Penguin, because he was into penguins. Killer Croc. Literal Croc. Because he's a crocodile. <laughs> the Riddler, because he was Edward Nigma. He's an enigma. He likes yeah. riddles and stuff. It's just, it's a very literal line of like origins, which I really hope for this movie they don't do a Batman origin. We have seen that countless times. Yeah, every, everyone gets it. We know the origin. We, we get, get it. it. Yeah, he, He's a dude that hates bats, and he was trained by Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Again, great backstory. It's just, you understand, we've heard it a million times. Yeah. Which yeah. I think would be good. We, we don't need a villain backstory either. We don't need to see, what is his name? Oz, uh, Copper? Chester Copperpot? Oswald Chesterfield <laughs> Copperpot. 
Cobblepot. Cobblepot. Not Copperpot. I'm never going to remember that name. It, it, you don't need to. It's the Penguin. I don't think we're going to see an origin of him. You I do think occasionally. A lot of times Batman will just call him Cobblepot. A lot of times you don't even oh, hear okay. him as uh, Penguin. One, I think one thing I just thought of is that I feel like if they skip the origin, I feel like we're going to kind of see like the way they did Spider-Man in the MCU was we skipped the origin and kind of had him still beginning Spider-Man, but not the origin. Yeah. I think we're going to see. You skip like the first month yeah. or two. I think we're going to see Batman. We're going to skip the beginning. We're going to skip his origin. Maybe he's becoming Batman, and but we already know what happened in the past. And maybe the Penguin is an already kind of set mob leader in the city. I mean, honestly, that that's kind of chronologically that that would make the most sense. You know, you yeah. have Batman become a because th- he's already a crime lord by the time Batman is Batman. Yeah, because the whole thing about Batman is he comes in to clean up the streets, which are currently dirty. You know. So I think it'd be good because I know in the game Arkham City, I believe, you have the Penguin as an established gang leader, which then you who then you fight and you go through the whole. It's a video game very video game thing yeah he's like one of the top dogs at the, at the moment yeah in We're, that video game yeah i was trying to find who voiced him but i can't scroll fast enough to figure it out before that's fair but let's just say it was danny devito we'll just pretend we'll just pretend i'm sure it yeah. wasn't but so I think, yeah i think that was a good penguin episode i think we can go into the beer a little bit yeah, so, so, so what'd you think of it quick notes because I, I don't know beer as well as you i love beer don't get me wrong but i'm just not like an artsy fellow because beer is the artsiest of all liqueurs that's debatable in my opinion <laughs> yeah, yes I, opinion, I really yes. like beer so i think this is legitimately one of the smoothest ipas i've ever had like it is yeah. so so smooth especially for a double it's a double yeah hazy. for a double you know what it kind of not in flavor but in smoothness reminds me of guinness makes like a double double IPA, I believe that's okay. like incredibly smooth like this. But it is so darn tasty. Again, I, you know, I don't know as much about the terms of like the mosaic and azaka and amarillo, any of those. But it was a really good beer. It was really fun. Enjoy the brewery. Definitely would recommend. I'm gonna give it off my low knowledge. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten comicals for an IPA. Oh, there you go. And I don't think I made the connection at the beginning of the episode. We picked it because it's bow tie, and canonically, the penguin wears a bow tie. Oh, yeah. Penguin, bow tie, tuxedo. So, a little bit of a rough tie in there, but we got there. I was going through... So, you can actually... I bought this at Windsor Home Brewing in Costa Mesa, California. For from Southern California, go check out Windsor. They have a really a lot of really good craft beer there by local breweries. Uh, this is from Unsung. Like I said before, an unsung has a tasting room in Anaheim, California that opened in on August 5th in 2016. They're headquartered somewhere in Tustin. They won't actually say. The thing about this brewery, the reason I'm really excited about this one is because they actually base a lot of their beers in off comic books. I love people that base things off comic books. So I think it worked perfectly for us. And they, they won't say we're in Tustin because it's like their joke of like, it's their secret it's headquarters. Secret. Um, this is a great beer. It's from the Nebuloid series, so it explores the hazy outer reaches of the IPA universe, seeking out heavily hop, heavenly hop flavor in astronomic proportions. I'm reading that off the can right now. <laughs> I thought you created that yourself. I wish I did. I wish I was that creative. Tisk tisk tisk, stealing other people's work. <laughs> it is a uh, 8.5% alcohol. It's not bad for an IPA. Not too bad for especially for a double hazy. Yeah. And I gotta say, I. I went and bought a four pack in the cans of this from Windsor and I drank two before coming over here to record. Well, not before coming over here 
in the yeah. days leading up in the to, days leading up to coming up yeah this, this is the first one i've had and i got i would i would absolutely go buy this again like this is yeah in the top handful of ipas or double ipas ever had it's yeah. really good well if you're ever in anaheim california maybe for disneyland or whatever go check out unsung brewing company we are definitely going to go check out their location they have a few beers on tap that's different from this but i would definitely go check out unsung i am an immediate fan of this brewery there you go. I, I got to give it 10. Not, no, I'm going to give it 9.5 out of 10 comically. See, it's hard to give it 10 because there's that chance that we find the perfect thing. And do you want to give one rundown of kind of what we covered for the Penguin so far in this episode? Yeah. So just kind of a general summary to bring together everything we've got about. We got the Penguin. We got Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot. We covered his origin DC character from the 40s. One of the earliest ones created by the same people that created the Batman. Bird shop owner, criminal crime lord of Gotham. I thought he was a pretty interesting guy. I love these grounded characters. He's a smart guy. He's got tons of gadgets. Pretty a good like antithesis yeah. of Batman. He was a good time. We talked about the movies a little bit. Yeah, I kind of covered the movies and the TV show. Yeah, movies, bit. television shows. He's been all yeah. over, but he's great. He deserves to be all over. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ComicallyPod. We also now have an Instagram comically pod as well you can find us on instagram and yeah it's, don't forget to share if share this with people that you know if you know someone who's really into comic books or comic movies don't forget to share this with them and yeah we we, we appreciate the uh word of mouth growth yeah you know? it's like and keep it rolling yeah we're recording this again after a few episodes have come out so thank you everyone who has listened this means the world to us you guys have far exceeded our expectations and we really appreciate the feedback i think yes. the feedback has been incredibly incredibly productive and helpful so we yeah. definitely appreciate that yeah we you guys are going to see some changes in the upcoming episodes and if you guys have more feedback please do not hesitate to let us know we will try and implement everything that we can but yeah so that was this episode the penguin of comically incompetent podcast thank you guys for listening as always i am ben and i'm doug and we were really glad you were here to hang out with us today have a good one bye